Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today is the 25th day of February. Welcome, everybody. We have turned the page. It's a brand new week. It's a brand new, fresh, sparkly, shiny, new beginning. A new week, a new day, a new translation here at Daily Audio Bible Chronological. And I hope you feel the hope of the newness that is yet to come. Several years ago, I traveled with a group of women on a women's pilgrimage, and there was a question presented on reconciliation, on a discussion about racism, and the question was presented, is there any hope? And the answer just resonated so beautifully with what I already had felt inside of my spirit, that as long as there is breath, there is hope. So I pray that as you feel your breath rise within your lungs and your chest wall and you feel the exhale, you can rest in the promise that as a child of Almighty God, there is hope for whatever you are going through, whatever you are facing, that whether the situation or circumstance changes, you are never alone and you are loved beyond comprehension. And while sometimes it's hard to offer solid facts and truths that change is coming and that it will come as quickly as we long for it to, what I can say most assuredly is that if we surrender into the loving arms of Almighty God and let Him be who He is and let Him love us in the way that he longs to, that maybe we may just feel the hope of a brighter next minute or even second. Let's just all take a deep inhale together and exhale together and feel that breath and know that that is the promise of hope. Today we're reading Numbers chapters 5 and 6. And this week we are changing the translation. We're reading the New International Version, Numbers, chapter 5. The Lord said to Moses, Command the Israelites to send away from the camp anyone who has a defiling skin disease or a discharge of any kind or who is ceremonially unclean because of a dead body. Send away male and female alike. Send them outside the camp so they will not defile their camp where I dwell among them. The Israelites did so. They sent them outside the camp. They did just as the Lord had instructed Moses. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, Any man or woman who wrongs another in any way and so is unfaithful to the Lord is guilty and must confess the sin they have committed. They must make full restitution for the wrong they have done and a fifth of the value to it and give it all to the person they have wronged. But if that person has no close relative to whom restitution can be made for the wrong, the restitution belongs to the Lord and must be given to the priest, along with the ram with which atonement is made for the wrongdoer. All the sacred contributions the Israelites bring to a priest will belong to him. Sacred things belong to their owners, but what they give to the priest will belong to the priest. Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, if a man's wife goes astray and is unfaithful to him, 
so that another man has sexual relations with her, and this is hidden from her husband, and her impurity is undetected, since there is no witness against her, and she has not been caught in the act. And if feelings of jealousy come over her husband, and he suspects his wife, and she is impure, or if he is jealous and suspects her even though she is not impure, then he is to take his wife to the priest. He must also take an offering of a tenth of an ephah of barley flour on her behalf. He must not pour olive oil on it or put incense on it, because it is a grain offering for jealousy, a reminder offering to draw attention to wrongdoing. The priest shall bring her and have her stand before the Lord. Then he shall take some holy water in a clay jar and put some dust from the tabernacle floor into the water. After the priest has had the woman stand before the Lord, he shall loosen her hair and place it in her hands, the remainder offering, the grain offering for jealousy, while he himself holds the bitter water that brings a curse. Then the priest shall put the woman under oath and say to her, If no other man has had sexual relations with you, and you have not gone astray and become impure while married to your husband, may this bitter water that brings a curse not harm you, but if you have gone astray while married to your husband, and you have made yourself impure by having sexual relations with a man other than your husband, here the priest is to put the woman under this curse. May the Lord cause you to become a curse among your people when he makes your womb miscarry and your abdomen swell. May this water that brings a curse enter your body so that your abdomen swells or your womb miscarries. Then the woman is to say, Amen. So be it. The priest is to write these curses on a scroll and then wash them off into the bitter water. He shall make the woman drink the bitter water that brings a curse, and this water that brings a curse and causes bitter suffering will enter her. The priest is to take from her hands the grain offering for jealousy, wave it before the Lord, and bring it to the altar. The priest is then to take a handful of the grain offering as a memorial offering and burn it on the altar. After that, he is to have the woman drink the water. If she has made herself impure and been unfaithful to her husband, this will be the result. When she is made to drink the water that brings a curse and causes bitter suffering, it will enter her. Her abdomen will swell and her womb will miscarry and she will become a curse. If, however, the woman has not made herself impure but is clean, she will be cleared of guilt and will be able to have children. This, then, is the law of jealousy when a woman goes astray and makes herself impure while married to her husband, or when feelings of jealousy come over a man because he suspects his wife. The priest is to have her stand before the Lord and is to apply this entire law to her. The husband will be innocent of any wrongdoing, but the woman will bear the consequences of her sin. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, if a man or woman wants to make a special vow, a vow of dedication to the Lord as a Nazarite, they must abstain from wine and other fermented drink and must not drink vinegar made from wine or other fermented drink. They must not drink grape juice or eat grapes or raisins. As long as they remain under the Nazarite vow, they must not eat anything that comes from the grapevine, not even the seeds or skins. During the entire period of their Nazarite vow, no razor may be used on their head. They must be holy until the period of their dedication to the Lord is over, 
they must let their hair grow long. Throughout the period of their dedication to the Lord, the Nazarite must not go near a dead body. Even if their own father or mother or brother or sister dies, they must not make themselves ceremonially unclean on account of them, because the symbol of their dedication to God is on their head. Throughout the period of their dedication, they are consecrated to the Lord. If someone dies suddenly in the Nazarite's presence, thus defiling the hair that symbolizes their dedication, they must shave their head on the seventh day, the day of their cleansing. Then on the eighth day, they must bring two doves or two young pigeons to the priest at the entrance to the tent of meeting. The priest is to offer one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering to make atonement for the Nazarite because they sinned by being in the presence of the dead body. That same day, they are to consecrate their head again. They must rededicate themselves to the Lord for the same period of dedication and must bring a year-old male lamb as a guilt offering. The previous days do not count because they became defiled during their period of dedication. Now this is the law of the Nazarite when the period of their dedication is over. They are to be brought to the entrance to the tent of meeting. There, they are to present their offerings to the Lord a year-old male lamb without defect for a burnt offering, a year-old ewe lamb without defect for a sin offering, a ram without defect for a fellowship offering, together with their grain offerings and drink offerings, and a basket of bread made with the finest flour and without yeast, thick loaves made with olive oil mixed in, and thin loaves brushed with olive oil. The priest is to present all these before the Lord and make the sin offering and the burnt offering, he is to present the basket of unleavened bread and is to sacrifice the ram as a fellowship offering to the Lord, together with its grain offering and drink offering. Then at the entrance to the tent of meeting, the Nazarite must shave off the hair that symbolizes their dedication. They are to take the hair and put it in the fire that is under the sacrifice of the fellowship offering. After the Nazarite has shaved off the hair that symbolizes their dedication, the priest is to place in their hands a boiled shoulder of the ram and one thick loaf and one thin loaf from the basket, both made without yeast. The priest shall then wave these before the Lord as a wave offering. They are holy and belong to the priest, together with the breast that was waved and the thigh that was presented. After that, the Nazarite may drink wine. This is the law of the Nazarite who vows offerings to the Lord in accordance with their dedication, in addition to whatever else they can offer. They must fulfill the vows they have made according to the law of the Nazarite. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons, This is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace, so they will put my name on the Israelites, and I will bless them. Father, once again, we thank you for this time and this space. We thank you for this new week that is right here with us now, right here in the palm of our hands, in the present moment. We have the hope and the promise of the newness that is you. If we surrender our idea, our agenda, our idea of how it should go, and we allow you to be God and allow you to have your way in our lives. It sounds so easy, but we love to have control. 
We love to have our hands on the things that we think that we've given to you. But I pray we give them and we release as we go forward this week. May we walk in the release and the surrender to you and to your will. And we pray this all here now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's an honor to be here with you on this journey through the Bible in chronological order every day. And I'm looking forward to a beautiful time and week together. I'm Jill. Until we turn the page together tomorrow. Love one another. Hey, this is Heather of Pikes Peak Bay, Texas, and I wanted to lift up uh, Sadie, Abba's daughter, and um, Sadie, I'm, I'm so sorry about your mama, Brooke, uh, with the cancer diagnosis. Um, and I and my other, you know, my other prayer for you. I don't want to make light of all these diseases and anybody out there that has any kind of disease. I don't want to make light of it and and uh, say only diet and exercise will will heal it. No, sometimes medicine is needed. Sometimes radiation is needed. There are things that are needed. Diet and exercise do have a lot to do with it, mind you, but. There are other things that God put on this earth that created to help us eradicate cancer and and other diseases. And so I pray that the radiation does help your mama. I pray that she doesn't need the surgery. I pray for, for God to give wisdom and discernment to the doctors. And we just lift your mama up. I'm standing in the gap with you, sister, and for you. And, and, all of your challenges and financial woes and, and health issues and everything. Sister, I'm, I'm, I'm praying for you too. I, I just love you and, and I pray that you make it strong through your, um, to finish your degree also that the, that the Lord keeps your mind sharp and gives you wisdom and discernment and, and dealing with people that you have to deal with. So, um, and I am so happy for you that you got that that LinkedIn job at your at your college. Praise God! Praise God for all the little wins that we get. So I'm lifting you up, sister. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hello, it's Minita. I want to um, pray for Tammy. Um, I am so proud of you and your husband. Uh, you have adopted five children and they're grown up. Wow, I admire you guys. God bless you. And for that, He is going to pour His blessings out upon you guys. I pray that Victor will find a job. I pray that God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory and you say that you will believe and you have you have confessed it right now um, and everyone is listening to you and having faith with you that it shall be done in the name of Jesus God knows your needs he sometimes tests you know he brings tests and um and um just to see if we continue to have faith in him and you do and I am proud of you and I know it's, it's very discouraging um, 
at times, you know, we human beings, you know, and discouraging is huge, you know, it's huge everywhere. But encouragement is huge too. So I want to call, so I call to encourage you, girl, and to let you know that we all are praying for you. And Victor will have a job. He, God will move papers, will move applications, will move, you know, what he needs to move and will open the doors that he needs to open for Victor. In the name of Jesus, I pray that. I believe it. So thank you, Father, ahead of time. God bless you. A big hug. Hope to hear good news. Good morning, my TAPC family. Um, I am calling in for the need of prayer. Um, I have a, another name that I go by with a regular DAB, but when it comes to issues with my body, I will go by Luke 145. Um, I'm just asking if you guys could pray for me. I was diagnosed with endometriosis in 2017, but I'm pretty sure I've had it since I've had my menstrual. And I am really at my wit's end in pain. I have been bleeding since October 23rd. I've gone to doctors. I've gotten treatments. I've gotten pills and put on birth control pills, nothing is is working. Um, you know, I still have to work, so I still put on the face and put a smile on my face, but I am in excruciating pain. And I just know that the prayers of the righteous avail of much. My faith is still up and I'm still believing in God for even my miracle baby. But right now, I'm just really wanting for everyone to please pray that this premature bleeding will stop and that I could just have a normal cycle. Um, like I said, nothing is working. The medications are not working. It's hard to just even get out of bed. So I thank you. I love you guys. And... Thank you again.